genre. Last season on Immunities. Aliens. What? Aliens have taken over the world. And you're one of them, or you were... Good morning, Shelly. Good morning, Roxanne. Thanks, Shelly. You're looking well. You are up unusually early. Yeah. The Alphas think like the Altered and sympathize with them. Now, can anyone here name in Alpha? Yes, Nicole. Carrie Cray? There you go. Carrie Cray. For reasons that we're still trying to figure out, the alpha wave can be transmitted, but the beta wave only works in person. So, when news people were altered, their broadcasts would make viewers nauseous and tired, but it wouldn't change that. This put the altered invasion at a big disadvantage because it seemed like they couldn't use television as a takeover tool. But then they found Carrie Cray. Next, there's the beta immune, who get put to sleep but don't change. We're going to try and resettle most of the local betas in Overlook communities. Cousin Nicole is supposed to be back tonight. I've got an assignment to meet up with her and do some sneaking around for Major Craig. You can go home for now, Michelle. But we are far from done with you. You and your sister are now the central pieces in our plan to retake this planet by commandeering the Looker Society from the inside. From this point forward, more so than anyone else, you are the Resistance. When my eyes look up at the sky, it's teeming with life. It's full of reflections of all the other eyes looking up there. They're all searching for a connection for someone that can help them, or who they can help. Being a looker is about never being alone. The me that controls my eyes looks up there a lot. I think that's why she wanted the job at the data exchange. She loves the feeling of all those other eyes looking at her, loving her, and accepting her love. And I can understand that feeling, but I can't share in it. Because I know they don't love me. me. They're guarding guarding against against me. Trying to find me and keep me away from them. They don't want me to see them. They're frustrated by the rest of you because they love you and want you to see their glorious unity and join it. But me, they hate. Because when I see the unity, instead of joining it, I can rip it apart. Jim! What? Oh, hi Martha. You reading reports? Yeah. You looked pretty deep in. Uh, I guess so. What you got? It's, um, it's Shelley Scholl. One of those testimonies that her sister memorized and transcribed. Ah, those are always interesting. What's this one about? Um, nothing specific. Just what it's like to be her, I guess. The human inside the looker. Hmm. I figured if we could really understand that, we'd be better at guessing what they'll do next. What approach they might take... I've read this one. 
there's nothing useful in here. Just a lot of imagery about being alone, like the diary of any teenage girl. There could be insights in that. Insights into her, maybe, but there's only one of her. What we need are insights into the big picture, the lookers' projects, their research, what they know about themselves, what they know about us. Well, yeah, but I want to know about her, too. She's not just being a drama queen about this. She really is alone. In a way, no one else is. Okay, let's grant she's unique. That uniqueness makes her irrelevant to what we're trying to do here. How can you just dismiss her whole life like that? She's a human being. Jim, falling in love with a source is always a bad idea. Love? (laughs) Come on! And it's an even worse idea when she's probably some sort of projection that only exists in another woman's mind. But she's got to be real. She knows things. Roxanne Scholl knows things. The Shelley Scholl who wrote this is a symbol. One that doesn't make sense on any literal level. How can there be two of her when... When the outer her shows so many signs of being the entire her. I know. I've read Craig and Brewster's analysis. She's just a composite of the things Roxanne picks up subconsciously. It's just, when I read this, she feels so... I'm sorry for snapping at you. Loretto, you are far from the first person to fall in love... I'm not in love. ...to fall in love with a fictional character. Definitely not the first person in the spy game to do it. But I need you to focus on the practical. It's after hours. I've done all my work for the day. It's more than after hours. It's the middle of the night. I need you fresh in the morning. Your time is my time. But, uh, okay. I'll go to bed. But I notice you're still up. Why aren't you at home with Ray? I'm writing reports for the higher-ups. My time is someone else's time. We are all the resistance. Immunities. Episode 2.1. Subversion. The transportation of these unfortunate beta-immune citizens, at their own request and for the sake of their health and safety, was accomplished thanks to an unprecedented level of coordination between government authorities, overlook groups, and both altered and unaltered citizens from all segments of the local community. An enlightening example for other communities and the future. Enlightening. Hmm. Uh, Janice, are you there? Yes, Carrie. Janice, please transmit a respectful request to the editor to change coordination to cooperation and friendship and enlightening to encouraging. Tag it as time sensitive. I need to know before I do my final prep for the six o'clock broadcast. Of course, Carrie. I will send it right away. All right. I guess I'll get lunch now while I wait for their response. Mm, Yes, well, Carrie... Governor Lee is here to see you. She's here? Now? Yes. She did not wish to interrupt your evaluation of the announcement. Well, send her in right away. Of course. Carrie. Brenda, how wonderful to see you. Thank you. It is always good to see that you are well. Thank you. I understand you have completed your preparations for tonight's broadcast. As much as I can do at this point, yes. Ah, yes. So, if I understand correctly, your responsibility for now is only to learn and attempt to improve the wording of the reports, while maintaining the original intended meaning. 
Is that right? Yes, exactly. I was wondering how you would react to the idea of being given additional editorial duties. You would have more responsibility to prioritize the various messages and a freer hand in terms of the changes you would be making. Me? <laughs> I would be very excited to have that chance. If such a thing were to happen, most likely we would give you the title of producer. Your current producer and executive producer would be rotated to other posts, and we would bring in a new executive producer. Ted Nordham. Do you know him? Uh, I know of him. Isn't he an alpha immune broadcaster out west? Indeed. We would need you two to work very closely together, if such an increase in responsibility were to work. I'm not certain... I, I mean, are you sure that's wise? The two of us working without direct input from any, well, from the altered community? Ample direction would be given to Ted, and he would pass it along to you as necessary. What do you think of that? What do I think of it? Yes. That's what you asked at the beginning. I did? This whole question was couched in a hypothetical... Both my new position and it coming with Ted Fordham attached to it. That is accurate. In other words, it's the closest you could come to telling me a lie. None of it is real. It is. A plausible scenario. A way we could go about things, given the initial premise. But that initial premise... You have no intention of giving me increased responsibility. On the contrary. We very much do... But you are correct that it is not in terms of giving you more decision-making authority over your television program. What, then? There is a crisis. Or perhaps I should say, a praxis. It is both a threat and an opportunity. A potential for change. And we think that you are the most qualified person to help us deal with it. What sort of crisis? First, do you accept the assignment? Do I... <laughs> of course... I would do anything to further the cause. Very good. The situation is that we have been contacted by an individual who claims to be an alpha immune, highly placed in the scientific intelligence network of the unaltered community, one we were not previously aware of. That is the opportunity. And the threat? This individual says that the Resistance has an agent operating in our territory, gathering the most sensitive intelligence in a manner that had previously been considered entirely hypothetical. How is that? Our source says they have... Excuse me. Our source says that they have an alpha-beta, one who can pull our thoughts directly out of the sky without our knowledge, and perhaps put other thoughts in. Oh God, the unity... You understand. Good. The unity is not secure. Until it is, we cannot be as one. I'm glad to see that you value this as much as we do. The unity is a beautiful ideal. I only wish that I could fully join it. I appreciate your regrets. But this is one of those times when your unfortunate exclusion from the unity is an asset to our cause. You will direct the investigation yourself, though we will give you all the aid we can— and your thoughts will remain your thoughts alone, incapable of being stolen. You want me to find the Alpha Beta? Indeed we do. Your source doesn't know who it is? The source claims to know exactly who it is, but is unwilling to tell us at this time. They want certain assurances about the prospect of our final victory. 
assurances they can only get from access to our scientific data. But this could be a resistance trick to play on your your concern about Alpha Betas for scientific gain. Our concern? Did you mean to say our terror? I meant no disrespect. Carrie, your respect is not in question. You must speak frankly with us. But yes, we have considered that possibility. Certain peripheral intelligence this source has already provided demonstrates that either they are genuinely sympathetic to us, or the Resistance is willing to make considerable sacrifices to convince us that they are. In either case, they present an opportunity, and once again, a threat. But why me? I'm a public speaker, at best a journalist. You graduated with honors with a Bachelor of Science in Psychology. Well, I had to major in something. And you have applied the principles of that science to understanding complex neurological phenomena connected to the look, as well as the wide field of human behavior, unaltered and altered, with one possible area of exception. What's that? Well, put yourself in our place and look at the evidence as we do. There are not a great many alpha immunes. You are the smallest of the immune groups, unless alpha betas truly exist. And yet, most alphas find their way to other alphas, who can share both their beliefs and their frustrations. But you live and work here, alone in a sea of altered. I believe in my work. And yet, when I indicated that advancement in that work would involve close association with an alpha colleague, you showed considerable unease. (sighs) I want... To live like an altered, to the extent that I can. That is the work of my life. I don't see how spending my time with flawed imitations can help me do that. I am very sorry to bring up a subject that obviously distresses you, but you see, this unusual attitude of yours is exactly what makes you even more suitable for this assignment. This source, if they really exist is also an Alpha who has chosen to live apart from the others, and yet wishes to help the cause. The Source, like you, is different. Their differences are not your differences, but I believe the very fact of difference can lead to insight. When would I begin? After tonight's broadcast. I believe your producers are preparing an addendum concerning you going on assignment for an indefinite period. Subject to any improvements in wording you wish to make, of course... Until then, I will leave you to your preparations. Thank you. Uh, Brenda, may I tell my husband? He already knows, Carrie, and he understands. Though I'm sure that he will miss you while you are gone. There was some thought of having him be the one to approach you, but we wanted you to make this decision cleanly, without the influence of residual emotions from before the look. Oh. Goodbye, Carrie, and good luck. All right. Whoever's behind that tree, come out. Roxanne! Oh, I wanted to surprise you. Surprise me or give me a heart attack. The last thing I need on one of these is an extra shot of adrenaline. What are you doing out here? Ensign Brewster says I need to practice my infiltration and exfiltration skills. Sorry to see me. Never. Infiltration, self-defense, hypnosis... They're turning you into quite a super soldier. The hypnosis is just so I can remember the Shelley dreams better. 
I'm sure that's what they tell you. <laughs> well, I'm too tired to argue with them. If they're programming me to kill, hopefully it's someone who deserves it. All for the cause. Speaking of the cause, did Nicole get away okay? <laughs> if he called jumping blindly into a black van okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that would have been pretty dubious in the old world. You have to admit, the streets are safer. <laughs> okay, let's not joke about that. Especially with Nicole in the wind. Immunes aren't any more or less likely to be assholes than people used to be. There's just a lot fewer of us. Thee was just telling me rumors of an immune downstate who's kidnapping looker women. Is that our problem? Serial killers start on animals. Someone who starts on lookers could move on to us. Besides, we're supposed to police ourselves. Sorry. I'm just tired. Yeah, me too. Three and a half hour wait this time, right? How do you guys pass the time? Road trip games. Who am I? I spy. That kind of thing. Nicole knows a lot of them. Oh yeah. Makes sense. Plus, she's a really good kisser. I should have seen that coming. You're real proud of squicking me out, aren't you? Uh, Yup. You're lucky I know you're lying. Or you'd be getting my super soldier boot in your face. Sign me up. (laughs) And you just let it all roll over you. Not everything. But uh, letting the little things roll seems like the only way I can get through the day. I can't do that. If I see something I don't like, I have to kick. I know. That's why I like you so much. Come here. Let me get some good out of you before I get home. Hello. Mrs. Cray. It is wonderful to have you here. Thank you very much. Are you Shelley? That is correct. Please, come in. My parents are in the kitchen. Um, before I come in, is your sister Roxanne at home? Roxanne is late. But expected. She is expected to be late. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but did you mean for that to be funny? I have been making a study of jokes. They seem to make my sister more manageable. Well, you're doing very well. It is of no importance. Please come in. Thank you, of course. Mother, Mrs. Cray is here. Ah, it is very nice to meet you, Mrs. Cray. I am Sylvia, and this is Ronald. Thank you so much for inviting me into your home. It is our pleasure. Ronald pointed out that having you here would be efficient, since you would need nutrition and might also wish to exchange information as quickly as possible. He often sees synergies like that, while I am often too focused on ultimate goals. Ah, I see. The food smells delicious. It is garlic chicken with vegetables. It may not be as efficient as what you are accustomed to, but I find the flavorful dishes are useful in getting Roxanne to eat nutritious food. And additionally, my hands just seem to put it together themselves, leaving my brain free for other things. Well, I could always use some help in that department. Help in eating well or in keeping your mind free? I meant the first, but in both, I suppose. I hope your daughter appreciates the efforts you all make to accommodate her. I believe she appreciates us as much now as she did before the look. 
Well, if you don't mind my saying so, I think she's had an effect on you as well. That is true, without doubt. That is the benefit of liaison, which is Sylvia's area of responsibility. Yes, that's part of what I wanted to talk to you about. But it can wait till after dinner. If necessary, it can. But there is no reason not to begin. Please have a seat. Shelley, sit in the living room. Greet your sister at noticeable volume if she comes in the front door. Of course, Mother. So, Mrs. Cray... Would you do me the honor of calling me Carrie? Of course, Carrie. I know the general parameters of your assignment, but not the details, which is as it should be. How can I help you to complete it? Well, the person I'm seeking to make contact with, if they exist, they are in an overlook not far from here. But based on the content of the information they've sent so far, I think they originally came from this area. And I think the target that they're offering to tell me about, do you know the nature of that target? Not with precise certainty. Please, tell me no more than I need to know. The unity... Mm. Yes, I understand. We think the target may live in this area as well. That leaves hundreds of potential candidates, but it makes this a logical base of operations for me, so that as I get information, I can understand the context of it. That individual here near us, and my help? What can I do for you? The liaison office will be invaluable in helping me gather a list of candidates and to eliminate, by which I mean strike off the list, those who for one reason or another cannot be the one we're looking for. Such as beta immunes, for example? Yes. A true beta immune could not be my target. Well, I, of course, will do all I can... Roxanne, how is your day at work? We will continue this later. Of course. It was fine, Shelley. What's up? Mom, have you running interference? Are you referencing football? Nice try. Does she have some bigwig in there? Is it Jordan Channing or one of the... Good evening, Roxanne. This is... Carrie Cray. Hello, Roxanne. Carrie fucking... Cray. <laughs> now, Roxanne, I know that you disagree with some of Miss Cray's actions, but this is not the time. Dad, don't tell me to be reasonable. I can't. I'm sorry. I should go. Mrs. Cray, remain exactly where you are. Roxanne, Mrs. Cray is a guest in our home, and you will respect that. Mom, when I agreed to stay here, I didn't know it meant sitting down with traitors. Roxanne! We all had our roles to play before the truce. And we are all now resolved to live together peacefully. Mrs. Cray's presence may test that resolution, but I expect you to pass that test and stay true to your word. I can't. I just can't. Sylvia, I'm not sure it's fair to ask someone like your daughter to... No, no. You... You are not allowed to say someone like me. Maybe there's someone like you out there. And there are countless someones like Mom and Dad and Shelly, but there is only one me. Because I am an individual, unaltered human being, despite, I might add, your attempts to turn me into someone like them. No. I can't do this. No. Out of my way, Shelly, or God help me!
Thank you, Mom. Good night, everybody. I'm sorry. Well, at least she did not slam the door. And it seems that we can now talk without fear of being overheard. to talk to you. Kay, just a sec. You still got it. Seemed a lot more fun when I was 12. You were lighter then. Why didn't I know you in junior high? You live so close. You didn't seem to see anything beyond Tommy Who's skateboard. Oh my god, Tommy freaking Hugh. It was like he was born on that thing and was daring the world to knock him off it. You saw. I saw. They got him too, didn't they? All that swag and now he's probably in a room screwing the tops on toothpaste tubes. He drives a truck for the county, actually. Let's walk a little. I don't want to wake anybody up. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, what's happening? I threw a fit. And I need to spend a couple hours walking it off. You don't seem that mad. I'm not. I faked it. I'm hoping my parents can't tell the difference. Why did you do that? Carrie Cray came to dinner. Oh, shit, really? I'm surprised you had to fake anything. Well, I channeled my inner me, I suppose but getting out of there was too important for me to really lose control. I don't know why she's here, but Mom and Dad looked... disturbed, I guess. I haven't seen them that way since they figured out I was immune. They're catching on that something's wrong. Not just them, the lookers in general. And last time Cray was here, it was to help arrest Professor Holbrook. You think she's here for you? Not knowingly. Not me by name, or I wouldn't be standing here... But her being here and talking to someone like Mom has to be because of what we're doing. It can't be a coincidence. I'm going to walk around some more and then go back. Hopefully she'll be gone. But you have to do two things. The second one is to go tell Thee everything I just told you, so she and Craig can figure out what to do. Yes, ma'am. And what's the first? Hold me. You've been listening to Immunities, Episode 2.1, Subversion, written and directed by Bob J. Kester. This episode featured Michelle Lamone as Roxanne Scholl, Rachel Krieger as Shelley Scholl, Stacey Tappan as Carrie Cray, 
Jamie Spaniola as Governor Brenda Lee, Donna Alsafi as Dominic, Alex Molnar as Martha Waters, Eric Simon as Jim Loretto, Catherine Dennis as Sylvia Scholl, Frank Wright as Ronald Scholl, and D.R. Edwards as Janice. Immunities was recorded by Stephen Moore. Claire Hayne and Lisa Cohen assisted in development and production. The music includes the compositions P.A.G., Moving On, Saturn, Lessons Learnt, Evening Blues, Aftermath, and W-T-D-R-W-L-H by Ars Sonor. That's two words, A-R-S-S-O-N-O-R. You can find more of her music at freemusicarchive.org. Special effects are from the freesound.org collection. Other development assistance was provided by Dueling Genre Productions, Don Al-Safi, River Hardrick, and G-Mart Comics. The Immunity series image is Conformity by Fraun Fraun. That's all one word, F-R-A-U-N, F-R-A-U-N. The episode image is Lighting Study, also by Fraun Fraun. You can find other artwork by her on Instagram and DeviantArt. Immunities was recorded at Delmark Records Riverside Studio in Chicago, Illinois. For more information, including a complete list of the sound effects used, check out our website at immunitiesdrama.com. Immunities is copyright 2017 by Bob J. Kester, all rights reserved. This is Bob J. Kester. I hope you'll join us for episode 2.2, Speculation. Until then, you can support Immunities by reviewing us at Apple Podcasts, making a small donation using the digital tip jar at our website, following Immunities Drama on Twitter, and liking Immunities on Facebook. You can also get news that way and see what your fellow fans are saying. You can also visit the Dueling Genre website and check out the many podcasts there, including numerous Movies by Minute podcasts that look at movies one minute at a time, and our fellow audio drama, Geek by Night.